On October the 8th, 1992, the city of Sunderland was left in shock after the brutal murder of a seven-year-old girl. Nikki Allen's body was discovered by a search party the morning after she'd gone missing. It was in the then derelict old exchange building near to her family home at Weagarth, Sunderland. She had been brutally beaten and stabbed. No one has yet been brought to justice for this atrocious act. Northumbria Police there will hear more from them in a moment. Nikki had been beaten to death and stabbed 37 times. Today, 31 years later, her family finally had justice and a man has been found guilty of her murder. I was starting to lose hope at about 25 years. I was starting to lose faith, faith everything um, and um, I can't believe it. I feel like the happiest girl on earth, even though my sister's not here. It's mint. Through archived and present-day interviews with family and police, I'm going to bring you the timeline of events. Nikki Allen was last seen on the council estate where she lived in the Hendon area on the 7th of October 1992. Her mum, Sharon Henderson, said they were coming back from Nikki's grandparents' flats when she let the little one run ahead to go home and watch some TV. But within the space of a couple of minutes, Nikki had vanished. I've got to live with it for the rest of my life that I let Nikki walk down a flight of stairs and I'll always live with that because I'm living with it now without Nikki. Sharon was 25 at the time and she lived in the now demolished Weir Garth flats with Nikki and her three sisters. One of them was Stacey Allen, eight years old at the time. In 2021, she exclusively spoke to us about that night. My mum woke me up out of bed. Um, everybody was running about looking for Nikki everywhere. The police were there, everything. It was quite a shock, you know, to see for an eight-year-old. And then I can remember going to my granddad's house and then waking up and um, hearing that they'd found Nikki's body the next day. It was absolutely horrific. It was painful, very painful. Um, me and Nikki were looked like twins. We were always together. I don't think I've ever been right since, really. I've battled with drugs and things. It's horrible. The whole life's turned upside down. There's just a place next to me, you know, an empty place where she's not there, and I don't think that will ever go away. Shortly after Nikki's murder, a man confessed and was tried, but acquitted after it was heard that his confession was made under oppressive conditions. At the trial of George Heron in 1993, the judge criticised the police for their behaviour and handling of evidence. Many, many years passed. Northumbria police always maintained the case was open and throughout the years did various appeals for information. Then a series of arrests and breakthroughs came. In 2014, convicted child serial killer Stephen Greaveson was questioned over Nikki's murder, but no further action was taken. Two years later, we had reports that a woman had come forward with new information. At the time of the murder, this woman was a 12-year-old babysitter, and she'd recognised a sketch of a man from a recent appeal for info. And then in 2017, new DNA evidence was found, and Northumbria police appealed for people to give samples. I am appealing for members of the family friends or others who innocently may have come into contact with Nikki to come forward to have a DNA sample taken. The scientific work is ongoing and we will continue to do all we can to maximise the use of forensic science to progress this investigation. Over the course of that week, we were given more appeals. There was a statement from Nikki's dad as well. He'd never spoken publicly about what happened. It was read by a detective on the case. I have remained quiet about Nikki's death for 25 years, but now is the time I need to speak out. I can't begin to describe how difficult life has been without my beautiful little girl. I would never want anyone to suffer the heartache we have suffered as parents. I would beg anyone who knew Nikki or had any contact with her before she died to please come forward to have your DNA taken. This isn't about accusing anyone of being a suspect, this is to eliminate you from police inquiries. 
over the next two years, 2018 and 2019, a man was arrested for Nikki's murder, then bailed, then re-arrested. He wasn't charged at the time. In 2020, Sharon Henderson invited me into her home on Wearside to talk about the investigation and about the almost 30 years of trying to get justice for Nikki. How much of a toll has the past 27 years been on Nikki's sisters, knowing that what happened to Nikki's obviously massively affecting them, but then seeing what their mums had to go through as well? The way they've been brought up by me has is, is been like horrendous, the drunken, and uh, when they've been going to school, said, oh, your mum's in the nut house and stuff like that. When things is getting too much for us, because I haven't had the help and support, I've ended up having, like, breakdowns. My children have never been offered any help and support from police or any other agencies. The only people they've had to co-op with is me, and they've had a horrendous life just seeing the mum on a prescription medication and they're sitting drinking day and night. We're at this point now where hopefully there's going to be a break in the case and it's going to turn into amazing news. When that does happen, what do you expect to feel when you get the good news, so to speak? The past few weeks and, well, nearly a year since the rest of the suspect, I've stopped, I've stopped drinking. I feel as though I'm not going out there investigating Nicky's case anymore. It's in the hands of the top people now, so I know the new team that came on Nicky's case, I've done the jobs properly this time. I have to leave the rest of my life for them few minutes. I let Nicky out of my side. Then, in May 2022, a 54-year-old man that lived in Stockton was charged with Nicky's murder. He was the man who police had originally arrested in 2018. The trial of David Boyd, also known as David Bell or David Smith, began on April the 20th, 2023. It was harrowing. Nikki's mum, Sharon, was there every day, but she told me there'd be parts where she just couldn't deal with. I have nightmares of uh, when being told that Nikki was stabbed 37 times. Um, I've, I've asked uh, police when it finally goes to court, I don't want to see any pictures in the court because I have nightmares about knives. Over the course of the trial, the jury at Newcastle Crown Court were shown various bits of evidence, including CCTV of a man walking with Nikki Allen on the night she died. That man was Boyd. They heard how Boyd, now 55 years old, told police that DNA found on Nikki's clothing from him probably came after he spat over his veranda. Experts said Nikki's cause of death was shock and hemorrhaging due to multiple blows to the head, together with the 37 stab wounds. It emerged that Boyd had admitted to having sexual fantasies about naked young girls and how he had a previous conviction for indecent assault on a nine-year-old girl in Stockton in 1999. Boyd opted out of giving evidence in his defence in the last few days of the trial, and today he was found guilty of murdering seven-year-old Nikki Allen in 1992. He'll be sentenced in the coming weeks. After the verdict, Northumbria police spoke to us outside of court. David Boyd hid his crime, lying about his involvement and prolonging the family's suffering, knowing all along that he had taken the life of their little girl. The investigation into Nikki's murder has been one of the most complex and comprehensive ever conducted by Northumbria police. I further hope this sends a strong message that no matter how long ago an offence takes place, we will do everything we can to ensure justice is served.